Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. I'm Nate with We Know Fantasy, and I am joined here, as always, with the Fantasy Pro. Fro, how are you today? Oh, I am doing great. Finally got that draft guide done after months and months of work. It is such a satisfying feeling. We got it out. We got some followers messaging us for that. So certainly, certainly check it out. Yeah, it was kind of a, a sense of satisfaction when I finished it and finished my last note on there. And when I went through and edited it all, it was a lot of work put into that. So I'm glad that's behind us. I'm glad you guys are going to be checking it out here shortly. Uh, like the fro said, hit us up on any of our social medias to uh you know get a get a digital copy it comes in pdf format of that for 9.99 you will not be able to uh find that that type of advice anywhere on the internet for anywhere cheaper so speaking of our social media pages fro let's you start it off where do you find you on social media yeah as always you can find me on twitter at fantasy fro simple as that and like I said, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter and Instagram at We Know Fantasy. I also have a Facebook page. Just slap We Know Fantasy into the search option, and you'll find me on there. But as we are cracking down on this podcast, football is back in a way. The Hall of Fame game between the Broncos and the Falcons. Uh, is it going on right now? It may. It be is going-, going on right now, yeah. I was watching it a little bit. Broncos were up 7 nothing, uh, But it's all it's all backups, really. There's only like maybe one defensive lineman that's in there starting dominating the whole offensive line, but it's, it's, it's hey, exciting. It's football. Football's back. It's oh football. my God. I, I turned my TV on. I got chills. Football is back. Football is back. And with football coming back, that means fantasy football is right around the corner. Uh, besides our draft guide, be sure to, uh, Hit us both up for our premium services where you'll get, uh, you know, premium access to us, premium advice, premium services. Uh, you're the first one to get the news. You're the, you're the first one to get our attention on, on, on the Sunday morning because Sunday mornings, our mentions become packed full. Half the time we can't get to everyone between putting our teams together for the for the week as well as answering your questions. So if you want to make sure you have our attention, uh, hit us both up on social media to learn about our uh, premium services. As always, you can find uh, a lot of free content when it comes to fantasy sports on www.wenofantasy.com that's our website we have a crew of very talented writers on there that's pumping up content almost daily so make sure you head over there check it out also you can find these podcasts on there if you want to find an archive of them but uh next week we have some big news where uh with our with our podcast next week we have a special guest fro uh you want to announce who that guest is going to be yeah so uh we're going to have Elliot Christ on the podcast next Tuesday. That'll be August 6th. He's actually the director of production and analytics with the Quant Edge. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with it, you actually should check them out on Twitter at Elliot Christ and uh, check out their website, thequantedge.com. And I've actually checked it out a few times last year, and they have it's very interesting stuff in there. I know they have some, some sports gambling and some fantasy uh, formulas and such on there, so certainly check it out. Yeah, so that will be exciting next week, so make sure you pay attention for that. They'll be dropping around uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday as well. So we'll have a different voice coming on the podcast here, a different insight, and you know he seems to be in some different things than we are. So it's always good to get different perspectives in here as well. Uh, here's something that's a little bit different. We actually have some sponsors for us. So first off, we have Draft Day Dice. Uh, draft Day that draft, try to say that five times fast. You can't. Draft Day Dice adds fun and excitement to your fantasy football draft. Roll the dice, draft your team. It's all a roll of the dice. Roll three of a kind and steal your opponent's player. Make fantasy football fun again because among friends, bragging rights matter. Get your draft day dice today. 
draftdaydice.com. It's a very unique format. You you get these dice, and it explains how to play on on its website. So check that out. Uh, it, it's very interesting. It's a different it's a different way to draft, and uh, you know could even come in as a, as a punishment for someone who finished last in your draft or a way like that. It's fun. So make sure you check those guys out as well. We're also announcing a partnership with Thrive. If you download the free Thrive app and use code FRO, F-R-O, all lowercase, when signing up, uh, you get $10 free when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, the Thrive Fantasy. You can follow them on Twitter at Thrive Fantasy and their uh, daily fantasy sports and esports app with prop bets. And over $600,000 are awarded. So you can download and play today on iOS, Android, and web. Check them out. Yeah, so if you guys could uh, do us a favor and check out both those sponsors. Those are those guys are gracious enough to uh, sponsor our podcast. So uh, head over there and check both of those sponsors out. So with all that behind us, let's hop into the meat and potatoes of this show. Uh, kind of. We're going to start off with uh, talking a little bit about our draft guide that we just completed. We mentioned it a little bit previously in, a, in this podcast you know it's it's i'm not kidding when i say between the two of us we have a hundred plus hours into this thing months and months of work you know just beyond sitting down and, and typing it out and sitting down and doing research this is years and years of pooled um studying research uh knowledge just just practice and we put the work in and we put this guide together it's over 70 pages of content you know packed full it's it's fen- phenomenal and the best part, it's only $9.99. So for 10 bucks, essentially, you're getting something that it, it, it's going to help you win your leagues. There's no doubt about it. Um, Fro, what going through this process, I, I know it was long. It was tiring. We had a lot of late nights, especially here lately when we came down to the crunch line to get it punched out. But what was your favorite part about putting this, uh, you know, this big project of ours together? So my f- favorite part of this entire process was just kind of finding little tidbits here and there, statistics and research of – things I just had no idea that were happening or trends that were happening. And then just kind of understanding that this is something that could possibly win a person's league or lose it for somebody else. And I really kind of emphasize that in my, in my notes, as far as my, you know, my must draft players, my mid round steals, my sleepers, because you know, those are the players that are going to win you your championship. You're not going to win it in the first round. You're going to win it in those rounds that are a little bit later, you know, the fifth round to 10th round, and it's certainly the 10th round to later when you're searching for upside players, you got to find the guys that are going to help carry your team and the bye weeks and the injuries happen. It's all about preparation, and we certainly nailed it all in this guide. Yeah, I guess my favorite part was, you know, I've, I've done fantasy football for well over 10 years, and I've done so much research and so much studying, but I've never like, actually sat down and, like, spelled it out you know i've made my my pre-draft rankings on a notebook you know one through 50 or whatever but i've never like broken it down and gone that far into things so i found players that i normally wouldn't you know buy into leave the draft but just going one by one through all, all these players in my rankings and breaking them down because in this draft guide not only do i have my rankings but i have a, a full breakdown of what they did last year stats fancy points where they finished and a full analysis of these players so i i dove deep into all these players i just found stuff that's very interesting so i just beyond helping our followers and those who purchase this guide I, i'm helping myself out i i think i'm a better fancy player after going through all this so i'm excited uh for the seasons to come because of this work that we we put into this thing absolutely 
All right. And if you were if you were a follower of myself on Twitter, uh, you would have seen that we had a free giveaway for I guess all giveaways are free, right? So we have a we had a giveaway for a free edition of this draft guide. Uh, I randomly uh, drew it before the show, and it's a uh, it's here before me. So Sports Mega at Sports Mega One, he's the winner uh, of the free draft guide. So if you're listening to Sports Mega, hit, me, hit us up on uh, Twitter, and we'll get that guide out to you. So uh, congratulations to you. Yeah, congratulations, man. All right, so let's move into some actual football talk here. Um, so let's start with just something simple. I guess it's not really that simple, but the Melvin Gordon and, and Ezekiel Elliott situations both have yet to report to camp. Both are star running backs. Both are holding out for more money. Uh, I Recently, Melvin Gordon's manager said that he has requested a trade last week. Uh, the Chargers have since denied that, I believe. And... The Chargers are are trying to stay around the $10 million per season mark. But along with that, Phillips River recently has stated that he'll leave money on the table. He'll take a, you know, do what Tom Brady's been doing for years and restructuring his contract to free up more money to bring in this talent. So it, I guess in all, do you believe Melvin Gordon is on the Chargers this year or is he going to be playing his football elsewhere? Well, honestly, I think Le'Veon Bell started the trend. I think. Yes, for sure. Uh, the trend is, and I actually did hit on this in, in one of my uh, deep sleepers here for uh, a team that kind of always pushes away star running backs because they don't want to pay them, yet this team has won how many Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Um, so honestly, I don't think Melvin Gordon is going to get as much money as he wants. We've seen it time and time again. All these running backs, they peak right out of college around age 20, 20 or 21. And then once they hit 27, 28, they're out of their peak. They've taken so many hits. They've taken so many attempts, you know, concussion protocol, you name it. It's just so much easier for these teams to recycle these right out of college. It's just, I think, you know, Eckler and Justin Jackson, when Melvin Gordon missed time last year, the Chargers did not miss a beat, and we obviously saw what the Steelers did with James Conner. I really think Melvin Gordon is—he's going to be—he's not going to be happy when it's all said and done. I mean, Zeke on the other end, I think he—that's a different situation because we've seen if the Cowboys don't have Zeke, that that offense does not go. So they have to pay him whether they like it or not. Yeah, it, it, I'm with you with the Melvin Gordon situation. That team can do without Melvin Gordon, as they proved that they can. But the Cowboys without Zeke is just a bland offense that can't get much going. But Jerry Jones recently said that you don't need a league best rusher to win a Super Bowl. I, I think he's – I'm not saying he's wrong in that because how many teams actually win with that. But Zeke is such a, a crucial part to that offense. And, and just as a Cowboy culture kind of as a whole, I feel that – Zeke fits in in there, and I feel like when it's all said and done, Zeke will get his deal. He'll get what he wants, and he's going to be, uh, I think, a cowboy for life, essentially. Yeah, and it's funny, though, because obviously I'm an Eagles fan. I, I love this going on right now because they're going to have to pay Zeke, they're going to have to pay Amari, and they're going to have to pay Dak, and there's no way they're going to pay all three if they want a team. So, But it's funny what Jerry Jones says because, you know, you don't need a, a rushing champ to win a Super Bowl. Yet when the Cowboys did win their Super Bowl with Emmitt Smith, he was the rushing champ. So, I mean, Jerry Jones might have a little bit of delusion going on right now. Yeah, so those are definitely something to to watch as this uh, offseason progresses. As Afro said, Le'Veon Bell's last year just paved the way for all these guys because he proved that you can just sit out a year if you don't want and you get what you want. Uh, not 
exactly what you want, but you you prove a point and you can get you set you settle for what you'll get. Yeah, yeah, as he did with with the Jets, but. Uh, there's those, those are big topic situation. That's kind of dominating the news. You know, uh, of course, Michael Thomas got his five year, hundred million dollar deal. So Julio Jones still waiting for his deal. He hasn't got his yet. D- just quick. Do you think Julio Jones deserves more money than Michael Thomas? I'm going to have to say no, because Julio Thomas, <laughs> Julio, Thomas. Julio Thomas, I never heard of him. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, they call him, they call him, uh, Calvin Johnson. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, they, I'll take one of those, please. <laughs> Julio Jones is a lot older than Michael Thomas. Um, so Michael Thomas just got his first big contract and Julio is going into, this will be, he'll be 30 years old this year. So Year's seven, I think. Yeah. So seven, he came eight. in, yeah. Yeah. He came in 2011 there. So he'll be 30 years old this year going into this, this season. And that offense has just been unreal for him. He's always getting you know, a turf toe, ankle injuries, you name it. Whereas Michael Thomas, he's, he's so much younger. You know, he's gotta be, he's probably, let me whip up his age here quick, but he's, he's just so much younger and he's, he's going to play basically that entire contract he just got. We'll go into about where Julio is now. So I think right now it doesn't make a lot of sense for the Falcons to pay Julio Jones that much money when in return you're only going to get another maybe three good years out of him at this level. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm with you on that because, like you said, age is a big factor. And uh, Michael Thomas is, what, 25? Yeah, Have you looked it up yet? Really quick. Oh, not that Michael Thomas. 26. He's 26. So I was close to the 25. So, yeah, he's got five, six years still of superstardom in him when Julio Jones, like you said, may have two or three before the old uh, father time comes knocking. So I don't know why I just blanked there. Okay. Anyways, so the preseason's among us. We have the Hall of Fame game happening tonight. Uh, A lot of football happening here coming up. We're going to have football every weekend until February. So thank the Lord for that. But with the preseason comes position battles that will play a huge role and huge part in your fantasy football draft, your fantasy football league. And there's things that you need to pay attention to. Uh, I know I have a few off the top of my head and the fro has a few on top of his head. So we'll take turns. I'll start it off. I'm going with the Dolphins backfield battle. You know, Kenyon Drake is the uh, presumed starter, the presumed favorite, as he has been starting there for the last two years, I believe. Uh, But Kalen Ballage is right is coming on his tails he's having a hot 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 uh training camp and the the the, the doll i wouldn't be surprised if ballage is the starting running back maybe not week one but he's gonna be the lead runner for uh the dolphins and and, and drake is a fantastic um uh pass catching uh, running back so his fantasy value doesn't just completely drop off if ballage is to take most of his touches because drake can still you know catch the ball in the backfield and contribute that way. But this is one to watch because Ballage is taking is, is being taken so low in drafts that if he is to edge Drake and get that many touches, he is definitely going to be a late round steal. Oh yeah, absolutely. I actually wrote about uh Drake and and Ballage in my in my draft guide. When I initially started it, it was only about Drake, but then Ballage kind of made me double down there because yeah. it's like you have to. You absolutely have to. It's a brand new coaching staff. Adam Gase is finally gone. His grandpa, Frank Gore, is finally gone. <laughs> so I think, I mean, there's 156 carries that Frank Gore had, where Kenyon Drake actually had less than that for some unknown reason. 
And uh, that's got to be replaced. And, I mean, Ballage, is, he's, he's good. Kenyon Drake, I think, is better. The coaching staff would be smart to start Drake over Ballage. I mean, a 50-50 is very possible. But I guess we'll have to see what happens. It's still very early in the season. Right now, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. It does not mean a lot. Your guys are going to get a lot of reps. Who knows? Maybe Drake is, is not conditioned right now. Maybe, you know, whatever the reason is, just take it with a grain of salt. But if you can get a guy like Ballage at – He's currently being drafted at 147, which is between the 13th, 15th round in your draft. He's virtually free. Who could possibly be an RB2? You certainly take him. For sure. For sure. So uh, who do you have uh, for us to watch, bro? All right. So preseason, I love that Ravens offense. I've been preaching the Ravens offense so much this offseason. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. He's going to light it up. And not only him, there's a guy named Miles Boykin who's been lighting up Twitter the last few weeks. This dude is huge. He's fast. He has strong hands. He's a Ravens rookie receiver out of Notre Dame. He was drafted in the third round. Steel, he's, by the way. He, yeah, he's six foot four. Steel. 220 pounds. He runs a four. 4-2 in the 40, which puts him at the 89th percentile on player profiler. Catch radius is in the 100th percentile. And then his spark, which is the speed, power, agility, reaction, and quickness that Nike does for their rankings, he's in the 94th percentile. And there's been a video that's been going on on Twitter that uh, actually I posted a couple days ago, mostly for the Lamar, Lamar Jackson throw. He made a spinning backwards catch in tight coverage, and I just – Right now, that Ravens offense is going to be lethal. Yeah, uh, I've I've been preaching, if you've been following me, that that Boykins pick is a steal. But they also selected Marquise Brown in the first round, who is an absolute burner. Who is he's been cleared to practice. He's he's taken the field. He is he's got world class speed on him, and uh, he's only a five foot nine. He's a small small receiver, but he's your Tyreek Hill type. Catch the screens, run the ball. There's a lot of speed. You know, you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback. You have Boykin. You have Brown. You have so much speed on the offense. So, for anything, tune into a Ravens game just for the wow factor, just to be blown away and just see some fun football. Yeah, and uh, since we're on that Ravens topic here, quick. Um, that run game is going to be legit as well. You know, you got obviously Mr. Lamar Jackson, who's basically a running back himself. And then you also have Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, Dixon. And they love rotating their running backs. And not to mention uh, their offensive coach or offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. He is one of the run heaviest coaches in the league. He was he ranked, the, yeah, the 49ers. In yeah, he used to be the. Yeah, when the 49ers were in their heydays a few, I guess it's been a while now, yep, seven years it. or so, he was the OC then. And, you know, you had Frank Gorley in the charge and you had Carlos Hyde for a little bit there. And I love me some Greg Roman. So like Nefro said, they're going to run the ball early and they're going to run the ball often. Yep. Get this offense on your fancy team. All right. Another one I'll be tuning in to watch is the Philip Lindsay versus Royce Freeman situation happening in Denver. We know Philip Lindsay, undrafted free agent, burst onto the scene last year. Had a fantastic season, uh, thousand rushing yards. You know, he he was unknown coming to the to the to the uh, season, and we all thought we all presumed that Royce Freeman was going to be the guy to, to to carry that offense. Uh, had a slow start, which opened the door for Lindsey to come through, and he and he took the full opportunity with that. But early on, so far, like Defro said, take it with a grain of salt. But 
the Broncos say they feel really good about Freeman, and they were really high on this guy last year when they took him in the draft. So if they're really high on this guy again, he's impressing. Maybe he's fully healthy. He's fully fit this year. Um, this is a situation you need to watch because Philip Lindsay, I have in my draft guide. I'll give you a little tip here. Running back 20. So he's going to be a rather early selected running back. Uh, I know he's ranked higher than that in most uh, rankings as well. So this is something you need to watch, especially if you want to draft Philip Lindsay. Say you kept Philip Lindsay from a year ago since he was undrafted. So you have to give up, what, a 15th round pick in your keeper leagues for him. Just keep your eye on this. This is something I'll be watching because Freeman, again, is one of those guys like a Ballage that is going late in drafts that you can scoop up who has a maybe an RB2 and a 60-40 split who could possibly, you know, game-to-game steal the leading amount of touches or eventually take over the leading running back spot. Yeah, and I, I'm all all about Royce Freeman. I even talked about him in my in the draft guide. I actually went back and forth on making um Philip Lindsay an avoid player, but I really like Philip Lindsay and I I think he'll be really good in the passing game. Uh they actually wanted to use the uh the free Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay similar to how the Falcons perform with the uh with yeah, Devontae Freeman and was it Coleman, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, Tevin Coleman, now with the four nerds. Yeah, where Freeman kind of is the guy that, you know, he's he'll be the Royce Freeman. He'll be the guy that hammer the rock. And then Tevin Coleman role would be Lindsey, where he's going to get a lot of receptions. He's going to be out wide a lot. But the thing that really triggers my attention is that Mike Munchak, the offensive line coach who used to coach for the Steelers, is now in Denver. When he was in the Steelers, they had one of the best running offenses in the entire league. From the 2014 to 2018, his run-blocking offense was 6th, 8th, 3rd, 7th, and 15th. So I'm grabbing Royce Freeman in the ninth round and avoiding Philip Lindsay way too early. Yeah, and as Fro right off those stats, this is, uh, this is what I was saying when we – as we produce this guide, we became better fancy players ourselves because this is a stat that you wouldn't think to look up or wouldn't think to dive into before you sit down and write a write a, a, a fantasy draft uh, a draft guide about players like this. So uh, again, that's another reason you should be picking up this um, draft because we spent the hours to uh, or this guide because we spent the hours to, to find these stats uh, and these little tidbits like the fro said. So, Fro, I know you have one more situation on your mind, and this is a hot one and one that needs to be monitored very, very closely. Absolutely. The number one passing attempt offense from last season, the Pittsburgh Steelers. How many guys are they returning on that offense? Not as many as we would like for fantasy purposes. We have the wide receiver two opening, wide receiver three, wide receiver four, and that's going to leave... Juju Smith-Schuster obviously is the main target. But then who's going to be next up? Is it going to be Dante Moncrief? Is it going to be James Washington? Is it going to be rookie Deontay Johnson? And then, not even to mention, Vance McDonald is going to get a lot more work this year without Jesse James there and without Antonio Brown. Oh, that offense, you have to go after them. They were the fourth most plays run last year. This offense is hot. You gotta, you gotta take shots at guys on that offense. Yeah, uh, jumping back there to Vance McDonald, he was a he's a 49ers prospect, and I I was high on him out of Rice to begin with, and when he was with the 49ers. But if you're targeting mid round tight ends this year and you're avoiding the top three for any reason, 
look for Vance McDowell because he's going later in drafts than, you know, the OJ Howards and the Evan Ingrams and the Hunter Henrys. Snag that guy because he's going to have a crazy, crazy good year. Um, there's just so many touches, uh, so many opportunities left on the table from a year ago in the Pittsburgh offense that is going to sling the ball. They're going to sling the ball so much. So make sure McDonald's on is on your um, is on your radar when you come to draft. And uh, speaking back on that on that uh, court or that wide receiver two battle, um, you know Moncrief has you know the reports come out that he has that connection with with Ben Roethlisberger, but Jane, but Moncrief has been one to struggle early in his career. It's not like he hasn't had good quarterbacks throwing him the ball because he played for the Colts before he came over to Pittsburgh. So there's that. And then James Washington had such little work. I think he had like 16 receptions a year ago. So this is a battle you must watch because you just there's just nothing really to go off of these two because you have the new guy uh, coming over from a different team. Then you have the guy who had minimal work last year, uh, uh, both trying to jump onto your fantasy football radar. All right, here's a, a few quick, just uh, before we sign off here, two more situations I want to touch on, uh, things that maybe monitor. That's Devin Singletary in Buffalo. Uh, they like him a lot. He's taken a lot of first-team touches. You know, he has Leisha McCoy, who's 31, 32, Frank Gore, who's 476 ahead of him. And, uh, you know, that's something where he could easily sneak in there and be the RB1 before you know it. So keep your eyes on him. And uh, reports out of the Eagles training camp is uh, Miles Sanders is playing the part of, you know, being the Eagles' highest ever drafted running back. Um, actually, I know, aren't you going down to Philly this weekend to watch the training camp, Fro? I am. I'm going down. We're going down Saturday night. We're going to catch a Phillies game in the afternoon on Sunday. And then Eagles training camp is Sunday at 7 o'clock. So I'll be down there to watch some of the, the best players in the NFL perform. So, yeah, he'll be able to be up and close and see Miles Sanders perform. So those are just two rookies there to keep your eyes on when the preseason progresses. They'll get more touches, say, than some of the uh, veteran players. So you might be able to catch those guys more often than the others. So uh, before I close off, anything else you want to touch on here, Fro? Man, I'm just excited that football is back. We we have not even scratched the surface of this this brand's potential it is going to be off the charts we are starting to make some big moves and i strongly strongly advise you guys message us on twitter hit us up challenge us with questions ask us for advice you're going to win your leagues that is for sure so remember next week we have um we have uh elliot crest coming on the podcast that's tuesday so we'll check for that around tuesday uh, august 6th at 10 p.m eastern standard time that's gonna be a episode you won't want to miss uh remember to hit us up on social media uh either way to find us for our premium service you know we're giving discounts at this rate and if you if you are a premium service subscriber uh we're giving you deals in the draft guide as well and speaking of the draft guide for only 9.99 you'll get our full draft guide 70 plus pages of jam pack Draft, our fantasy football draft materials, everything from player draft rankings to uh, must draft players, to players to avoid, basic tips, everything you need to know to win your league. I I, I would bet that you could not know a thing about fantasy football. You read that ga- draft, or yeah, draft. You read that guide, draft your team, you'd be competitive. I'm going to put Absolutely. that out there. Absolutely. I guarantee if you read that draft guide, you will have the best draft you've ever had your entire life. Easy. Uh, as well, if you want to get even more We Know Fantasy content, 
Uh, visit our website, www.weknowfantasy.com. There you can find uh, a bunch of free articles from our great staff of, of writers. Uh, they're pumping out content nearly daily, so make sure you check back there. Uh, again, real quick, Fro, where do the good people find you? You can find me on Twitter at FantasyFro. And I am Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter and, 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 and Twitter and Instagram at We Know Fantasy. Again, I'm on Facebook. Just search We Know Fantasy. You can find me there. But again, uh, until we see you guys again next Tuesday with special guest Elliot Christ, we'll see you then. Peace.